Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How are we doing? Welcome back once again under the cosh. You all right, Christopher? Very well, thank you. Jonathan? Yeah. Good, mate. Very good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Good. I'm we always ask you how you are. I don't think Which we do. A bit one side. Coming a bit brighter, bit brighter, yeah. Bit more energy. This Good to time. see you. You're looking a bit tired. I am very tired. I've had a shit. Them babies love, aren't they? Unbelievable. But the thing is, our last must be knackered. But I, I never even wake up in the night, and she's obviously up every two hours because she's he's on the boob, like so. Is he as fucking greedy as you? Oh, he's got my appetite. <laughs> likes, likes his calories. <laughs> appetite for milk or boobs? <laughs> a bit of both. He's <laughs> <laughs> not bothered if they're empty, he still has a suck on him. <laughs> not fussy. Man City, bit of a lone spell at Hartlepool. Sheffield United, Tottenham, Fulham, Wigan, Portsmouth, Leeds, Port Vale. We've only got 40 minutes, haven't we? Oh, yeah, we've done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he led as many as me. <laughs> We're in the mechanics overall in the midfield engine room, I read somewhere. Got Michael Brown with us this week. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very oh, much yeah. for coming. No problem. Would you say that's cause murder in the middle of the park, that's all, aren't you? That's <laughs> with the ball or with your with the tackling? They're both. Yeah. Actually it was mostly tackling until I went to Sheffield United had a couple of good years doing the other side of it, you know, managed to get a few goals, but I enjoyed actually I enjoyed doing the horrible stuff. I did actually enjoy it, which is a weird thing that I actually no, not everyone wants to do that side of it. So when I went back to Tottenham, I realised that I'm not as good as the others at doing what I was doing to get there. So I, I decided to revert back to what I knew before, and so what, it's uh, changed. What was that like at Tottenham when you signed? There must have been some big players. Did you just have to think, right, I, I know my strengths, I'm just going to have to kick the shit out of people, yeah. go and munch people. Because every, every, I think all teams need a, a player like that. Well, I think I went, I went to Spurs, like you say, and, and I'd come from a Sheffield United team where I was attacking, trying to score goals, etc. But you've gone into that team and you realise all ability. They all were nice footballers. So when you actually play, I'm thinking, well, nobody else is actually chasing anyone. Yeah. We're struggling here a little bit. So you start to do that and then realise that might actually get you in the team yeah. for a longer period. So that's what I decided to do. But there was some ability. But I went into it, like you talk about one dressing room to another. Sheffield United we had the best laugh, best you know banter, all great. Everyone working together. You were racing in every day to get to work. I went to Tottenham. It was like group of lads over there, group over here. No one wanted to speak. No one really fall out with the manager. It was chaos. 
literally it were a great great type of dressing room players were like there. That there was lot. all sorts got went off as well yeah. who was man it was it y'all uh, David Pleat signed us Pleat was alright but just um, but like just different things I remember going into a, like a team meeting and uh, Pleat is saying right this is what we're not doing right not doing this that and Gus Poirier just said he's saying to Gus right you need to do this he says well if you don't like what I, you know, how I play then don't pick me so literally I'd <laughs> never seen that before yeah. I just said hey please don't pick me <laughs> what does I'm the manager do Gus? and I sat there thinking Gus is very headstrong you know what he wants and obviously gone on to be a good manager etc but I'd never seen that type of reaction to like the manager before from the clubs I'd played mm. it was a him and Maurizio Tirico like very headstrong guys at, and he just said right don't pick me now. and it was just a strange place to be at I remember I had a, a left winger Stefan Dalmat French, French player the most ability you've ever seen, but you know, training, with training to be on, we'd do a certain thing, and you see him walk off. Well, what's up? No, I don't like that. So he didn't actually like the session. He'd just walk off and go and train on his own. Didn't even <laughs> say, didn't even like say why or anything. Just go did, off. Did that not piss you off? Like yeah, it did piss the lads off. Obviously, there was a lot of English lads there as well, wasn't there? A lot of English lads, like you say, Jamie Redknapp was was in there, and he actually gone to him a few times, yeah. and he turned around and actually. Tell him to run back and do what he did. He spat in his face. Spat in Redknapp's face. Spat in Jamie's no. face. And then obviously, he's got a decision. Do you just play with ability when you're in a struggle team? What do you do? Do you do you keep him or not? Do you know? And he had to go. He had did to Redknapp sort of get him out of it. Yeah, it was like a scrap and all oh, went off. Fist. Yeah, but when you look at it like things, you talk about different characters. You think you're going into big and better and everything's going to be great, but actually, the football ability-wise was great. But there was other different problems I'd, I'd not seen, so there wasn't. There certainly wasn't harmony. But what were uh, what were Redknapp like at fighting? He's not a fighter, is he? No, I'm <laughs> <never worried. laughs> I can see him in a little bit handbags with yeah, him. He's a definite lover. Yeah. No, he was not very welcoming to me when you went in there. Do yeah. You know, like because obviously he's a obviously he's a legend of a of a, of a player and he's a very famous guy because of his relationships, etc. So you're thinking, what's he going to be like? But actually, he was. Dead, Still down to dead down to earth, dead welcoming to the new players, which was which was good to see. One of the worst titles I've seen was you were playing that um, the Battle of Bramall Lane. It's well, it's uh, world famous, isn't it? That, that wasn't that was that was pre med. That was it was a bit of history with them two, weren't they? Big big issue, yeah. With Johnson, yeah, was it San uh, Johnson and uh, George Santos? Yeah. He had just come on, Santos. Well, you knew. I think Neil left him off on the bench because really you knew he was just going to go and <laughs> down a, him, to be honest. Was it from a, another game? Was it, it this was game? another game, yeah. What, and he's just, um, Johnson's to, left. To break it down for anybody who, who Yeah, break it down. I, 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 I think I've seen the tackle, but... George Santos had a problem from a previous game with a player, Johnson. Yeah. So we knew he was going to cause a bit of a scene. So the game was a bit of a game. Mason and Neil Warren, it didn't really... See eye to eye type thing, and it was a bit of a heated game. They're going well, West Brom. So Trace gets sent off for maybe seven minutes, the goalkeeper, and then it starts to go from there on. We're losing maybe one, one nil, two nil. He makes a substitute. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think? <laughs> well, I think losing, he knew he, he was going to spice it up. Yeah, so I think what it. Neil probably thought is this is going to get a reaction. Get a reaction. We might all get on the front foot, and we might just get somewhere. And do you know when he done the tackle? 
from my view, and this is, everyone will go, yeah, yeah, of course it was a normal tackle. I thought the tackle was good. <laughs> Would you have been happy with that? But that's what's ridiculous. Complaining that you're eight quid. So, so when, I went, when I went to, and everyone goes, yeah, no wonder you would. I've seen your tackles. But actually, from where I was, I thought, oh, he's just got the ball there. <laughs> but when I've seen it back, seen it back I thought, yeah. oh, well, I've been maybe yeah, different. Yeah, done but what I'm saying is, from yeah. where I was, you know, behind, like, yeah. behind it, I thought it was... So then it continues. So he got sent off. Then there's a big brawl. So that's two reds. Yeah. Uh, Mc- Derek McInnes gets headbutted. Yeah. So I don't know if then De Jaffo goes or someone. I've lost track. Patrick Sufo, I think. Sufo got him yep. with the headbutt, I think. Yep. So, that's so three. he went. That's three down. <laughs> so that's three, three reds. We're on three reds. Three reds. So that leaves eight players. Right? Is that right, isn't yeah. it? They go to three up. I've never been in training. You play against like the extra one. Mm. This was ridiculous. <laughs> You got eight. You couldn't get near them, <laughs> and they're three up. Just thinking, right? Can we just blow the whistle? Can we just go in? Yeah, we'll leave it at three. We're no, it's just, no, just finish the game. Yeah. Right, well, I'm not bothered what the score is. We're getting absolutely trolled. They've won clearly. Yeah. So I, how I didn't get sent off. I've seen the title. Honestly, I was flying and still at this point. <laughs> trying to get near someone. He didn't dare send me off. So I knew I had another one. <laughs> so went in again. And I remember just this tear in me in my stomach. So there was a lot of controversy about this, wasn't there? Yeah, a lot. You'd been it. told to just come off injured. Yeah. Because well, if he gets a seven, is that the, the game? The game's done? abandoned. No, no. Two, two more, and the it's, game's it's, abandoned. It's, it's worse than that. So you get you got less, less than seven. Less than seven. Right. What at the minute? Seven. No, we're, we're, we're on eight. eight. We're, on eight. we're on eight. So I feel this tear. I'm thinking, oh no, I'm struggling. So I walk over to Neil. I said. We've got a game again on the Tuesday or whatever. I said, Gaffer, I think I've torn my hernia. So luckily what I did, I went back into the middle of the park. And if I hadn't done this, people had just said I walked off. I said, ref, I'm really struggling here. I'm going to have to go off. My hernia, you know, I think I've torn like a line type thing in me, in my stomach. And I told him in the middle of the park. So I just walked off. So I told him and I walked off. So obviously to everybody out there, I just walked off. Yeah. Yeah. Just walked Fuck off this. to get the game. <laughs> I've, seen this, I've seen this at Tottenham, it's all right. That's what I took ball with you. And Keith Kerr was playing everything and all the lads and were thinking, to be honest, we wanted to. Yeah. They wanted the game to be abandoned and just finished. What, what happens with that? You no, know, you're just thinking, you just start let's again? finish the game. Yeah. So that's well, what you're thinking. This was a controversy. So then Rob Ullathorne's getting <laughs> wasted on the right-hand side, or his left back, his hamstring goes <laughs> I mean literally you can't make this up right? <laughs> so he goes up with the ref so I've gone off he goes at the ref ref I can't continue <laughs> so we like walk off and everyone goes what's happened ref goes That's get it, gone game we over. can't carry on we walk in the tunnel so we're all in the dressing room like wow that is bizarre you know, like <laughs> Santos he kneels goes to him well you didn't work long there like, what the fuck was that you know, <laughs> what the and fuck was that as it all started going a bit like that. so you're in the shower you're thinking well that's just madness not even realising what's about to come yeah. you're just thinking game's gone they've won 3-0 another three points but everyone then's saying we've tried to abandon it to play the game again Yeah. but the last thing we wanted we were mid-table as another game you know when yeah, you've got yeah. six games left the players yeah. are just going where are we booking summer holidays that's ultimately what it is when you're mid-table and that's what you're thinking and you got changed and you literally reporters are coming from everywhere down Bramall Lane <laughs> running and getting everywhere I mean now it would be sensational wouldn't it with the, how quick media is 
And you start to realise it's the first ever game to be, to be abandoned. Abandoned for that reason. <laughs> but actually, for me, I didn't even we didn't even register that that was the thing. So then there's a big inquest saying, well, will the game be played again? Megson's saying we've done it deliberately. Well, me- so he me- came out and accused me of doing it deliberately on his yeah, own. He, he comes out with yeah. his purple head that we've heard about it numerous times for his yeah. post-match interview, and he's fuming, saying that Warnock's given instructions. Given me instructions this game to come Because oh, you've walked over to tell him about your... Yeah. Uh, yeah, to get a yeah. replay, not to for all the, not to oh, that's that's enough, lads. Let's uh, to get a replay. So actually, he's he's actually came out and questioned my character, really. Yeah, but he's actually said it live. So I could I could actually say, I could actually go back on that probably and say, why did you do that? You know, you shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. without facts. Mm. So we went to an independent doctor on the Monday, me and Rob, to sh- to prove the injuries. Right, and then it got got shot straight off to the FA to prove we did have full injuries clinically they were proven and then obviously the game was given to West Brom but it didn't go away for yeah, for yeah. a long time crazy Megson's giving it well if that happens next week and we're losing 3-0 I'm taking I'm putting yeah. three lads on and then I'm going to take two two are going to get injured and that's it we'll throw that game did it kick it off was, after in the tunnel and that or it was heated it was heated because I mean on the pitch I'm just, I'm like, literally it was fine yeah, it was really yeah. mad, honestly, crazy game, and it could have been. To be fair, the ref, he was actually struggling. He couldn't just no control. Well, he, he couldn't send any more off, so he was actually almost. His hands were tied, yeah. yeah. But it was. It that was, would have been perfect for you as well, wouldn't it? If you could do yeah. something, not knowing they weren't going to get sent <laughs> But it was that was a strange day. Still mentioned. It sounds like Sunday morning stuff, doesn't <laughs> it? It's honestly, it was unbelievable. The Battle of Bramall Lane is called. <laughs> they teach it in history classes in Sheffield. Honestly, they do. The old Battle of Bramall Lane. <laughs> it was, it's just bizarre. I'm still surreal. Do you know? I think I need to, I need to get video to and have a little look, see what was going on. Because I <laughs> bet you, if you actually it. watch the clips now, you'd be like, oh my god! If you watch the game gone. back, you'd probably be gone. thinking today, wow, that was. Yeah. Nice. Who nutted, was uh, Who stuck the nut on McInnes? I think that was Patrick Sufo. Yeah. Oh, so he got a red for that. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it was. But he, he's got the old Terry Butcher. Um, oh, that was it. He's got the Terry Butcher in with like a big, massive gouge in his head. So the next thing, Curly's got close to him. Curly's doing that in his... Do you know, like, as you get close to someone... Yeah. He's oh, like he's that. giving it in the wound. Then I get Finger in, in the wound. <laughs> that as you get close to him. Well, sorry, mate, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 137 yellow cards. Seven red cards. I tell you what, honestly, when you're actually on about that, I had, I was on nine bookings, and we were due to play in the FA Cup semi-final against Arsenal, but it was about seven weeks away from when, when we'd got through. It was going to be at Old Trafford, big game, and I'm on nine. I'm thinking, I can't miss this, you know, the biggest games you play in the semi-final against Arsenal. So we looked at it at the time and said, Gaff, I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm gonna to have to, I'm gonna to have to get a yellow ear. So I'm like, yeah, I've got to get it out of the way. So, so we're going to Stoke, Stoke away. I remember it's getting out 70 minutes. I'm clinging. I'm gonna need this now because I'm gonna go away as well. That's coming next. <laughs> so, um, so, so he's, everyone knows I'm gonna try and get it. So I boot the ball away. I can't remember who the ref was, but it was someone who's really good, dead nice for you, etc. Michael. What are you doing? I'm like, go on then, give us it. <laughs> go on, <laughs> ready. <laughs> and he actually goes to me, Michael, Michael, what are you doing? I'll let you off this time. I can't believe it. Fucking let me off. 
So the fucking ball stood there, so I just fucking volleyed it again. Well, Michael, unfortunately, I'm going to have to give you this. Thank God for that. He's my finger. I'll do him a favour. He's a nice kid. I'll do him a favour. So that old ref, so Neil, you know, not needed for a few weeks. I'm out two games, can't play. Barbados, I went for nine days. <laughs> she said, right, make sure you're back. It was a double header. They were playing Wimbledon and Palace, like Saturday, Monday almost, to get an extra fixture in towards the end of, end of the season type thing. She said, right, meet is down there. You've got to come down for them a few days. So I flew into Gatwick and went straight to the team hotel. They were all devastated. We tanned up. <laughs> <laughs> Barbados. So I got there and he's going, so he's not paid you fine yet. I said, oh, come on, gaffer. Right, you got the, the team meal, so I had to take the whole team out. So I did all right with about 400 quid or something. So uh, that was me fine for uh, for getting banned. And so like that, nine days in Barbados. Nine days in Barbados. So are you all right with you just going away then? It's just a lamb suspended. You can go away, no bother. Neil, yeah. yeah. Neil's good like that. Do you know, I think you get once you get a trust with him, then he really looks after you. Yeah. Once he knows you're there for him, yeah. he knows you're going to be fit, he knows you're going to be... You know, he gets, he gets your trust and he wants you to like his methods. Yeah. So if you watch, that team spirit's key to him of how he, you know, how he wants you to be. Were you one of them managers who you could have a massive banner with on a on a Saturday after the game and Monday come in smiling first morning and just totally within, forget within, about within it? Within reason, yeah. yeah. Within reason, as long as you didn't overstep. A few people have tried it. But, he, I mean, you've seen the documentaries and stuff. When he's yeah. in the dressing room afterwards. <laughs> I mean, I've heard about Rob Kozluk before, a pal of mine, brilliant lad. Uh, and uh, he tells a story when we do these after-dinner speeches. So, like, he's still ranting on when he'd give a goal away. And he's bent over. And he's putting his pile cream on. What's <laughs> 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 still going? So he's like, you fucking union fucking <laughs> I'm never had them to be fair. I've never had them. When he tells his stories, I mean, some of the fucking, the one, the one, uh, Andy Parks, remember Tromia? The yeah. little Parky. He, uh, he was playing, we did the team shape, everything, all ready to go. And uh, we come in Saturdays, he's got all his family coming to watch, great, he's starting. So he pulls the lads into the dressing room, he says, uh, Karen, she had a dream last night. She says uh, she thinks Pesha's going to score the winner. So Pesha's now starting. had a dream that Pesky was going to score. Did he? No. <laughs> <laughs> he did. So we dropped him because of his missus' yeah, dream. She had a dream that Pesha was going to score. So Parky, poor lad, didn't even make the didn't even make the eighteen. <laughs> Sixteen, whatever it was then. <laughs> but no, some great times we had there, team spirit wise, yeah. Sheffield United. And like you've done morgues, etc. Brilliant, brilliant lads now. Everyone still speaks to, to each other and top. It was really good. And Neil does that. Does, Get, does gets it. good lads on board. Yeah. Like. Yeah, like I remember him asking us do we were at Leeds and he goes, <sighs> brought me and Paddy Kenny into the office. He goes, um, I've got L Ads Juf. What do you think? I was like, oh, this is a tricky one, Gaffer. <laughs> did you, know said, when, you, did you ranting and raving at Doofy, I'm not sure he's going to buy into it. Like, I'm thinking, oh, what's coming here? I said, do you think we should do it? I said, well, listen, what's the worst can happen? If we don't like him, we'll just tell him, you know, that's what it was like. You know, if you don't, the group of lads we had all seen, he's not afraid to have opinions and voices. We said, listen, let's get him in and see. But he was brilliant. Doofy was class. Yeah. And even they, like, he knew he liked him. And Doofy, he... 
he caused a bit of murder here and there, but he was really good actually. Did he rock up in his gold-plated whatever? Oh mate, he did. It, I, I, I couldn't keep track with him. He was <laughs> he was banned, I think. He couldn't drive when he came to Leeds. Yeah, they, they came to pick his car. The, the, uh, I don't know who it was. Some big truck came and took his car away. I don't know how, if he owed money on it when we we're at Donny. But Jufi on his own's all right. But Jufi and Chimbonda. Just, oh, it's like they're trying to outdo each other. Rascal, ra- ra- Rascal Chimbonda, Jesus Christ. The, uh, they were just a nightmare. It's as if who could be the biggest dick, like a competition. And who had the biggest dick? Chimbonda's work. Chimbonda's work. Chimbonda's work, man. Only one winner there. <laughs> you have, do you have any specific refs that you. Vendettas, but you know, do you know who surprised you? Always felt that give you give you a bit of a rough ride. I got them with all the refs, me. What about? What <laughs> 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 first time you met them? Do you know when you see Mike Dean on the telly? Yeah, doing. I mean, he's, people slaughter him, don't they? Because it's all about him, and he's, he's it's him that celebrates when Tottenham score or something. He looks like he's doing it, but he he done one of our games at Donny, and he was brilliant. Just like you know, some of them, you can't even speak to, can you? Yeah, no, you, he you, can't. You, I remember. There was a lad from lad from Durham, and you try and have a conversation. He's given it the go away. <laughs> it's in League I, One, mate. What you don't have to be. It's not all about you. What are you being arrogant for? Were you one of them players that you know before the game? Would you soften the referees up? Like, all right, Mike. All right, and just try and get them on your side. No one. He didn't, do, you it, he didn't do a fucking good job. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I think he went the other way. To be honest, I had a good relationship, but I, I'd maybe. T- I'd try and manipulate the game as best I could. Do you know, because you're obviously in the middle, you're closer to him than anyone else. So I'd obviously be a, a shout to try and say, is that happening? Or, do you know, I was always in and some then in the end just couldn't deal with it. Like Phil Dowd, he'd actually talk and give you banter back. But then his banter went too much. Just, you know, uh, yeah, he just kept there. going on and then you're thinking, I couldn't talk to him then, do you know, but he didn't like it back. So then you'd clash with him. So it would start really good. Then he'd go too far with mm. it and didn't get where the stop one. But it's good that he wanted to try yeah. and at least have a bit with you. you but when you talk that. about before the games, we played for Leeds at Man City. It was in the cup game. And Mark Clattenburg was doing it. I've always gotten great with Mark. And he said, he said, oh, he made a good game for you today, innit? Back to City, etc. I said, yeah. He said, come on, let's have a bit of fun today. Come on, Mark. Do you know, like, let it go a bit. Come on, let's have a go. <laughs> he said, all right, come on then. Within reason, you know. <laughs> So he's not repping it now, so I can say yeah. it. You know? <laughs> so within reason, he goes, "Go on, yeah, we'll uh, go on, we'll, him. we'll let, it, let it go a little bit." <laughs> so I'm getting stuck into Yaya Torre, and I'm trying to get him to bite. And actually, I go underneath him, oh, yeah, and like I just leave a little late nudges, yeah. little thing, and you can see it annoying him. And he actually, I'm underneath him, and as I get up, I sort of there's a bit of a bit of a scrap type thing, and he shoves me, and he shoves me just on the neck. Or just like near the show, I'm that away from him getting me face, and he's gone. So like you know, to, to just to get him at yeah, it a yeah. little bit. And Mark, you can see him just sort of laughing, and I got a yellow card a minute later for another one or something. And then, uh, but he did let it go on. He did let yeah. me have a little so bit. You got and your money's worth, like. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, now you know you don't see that exchange with the referees and the players. No. So they should be it playing and within reason. You want to have a bit of where is that sort of banter, a bit of laugh, and this enjoyment. It's all very, very serious. And we understand it's a business, but surely the players, we used to laugh at things, some would fall over or a, a bad touch or certain things. We've all been in games that you've seen people do and you're like rolling around while you're still like playing and like it's great banter and the lads are at a corner against opposition. You'd be saying, why has he done that? Or I'm after you in a minute, you're having one. Or, But you don't even see that sort of 
gamesmanship or a bit of it's all very very serious yeah, too many too cameras serious. now and all isn't there oh yeah, yeah you, you can't, can't do laugh still can't yeah. you why do you not laugh if someone falls or you don't see it yeah. I remember Jason Kumas the ball goes out onto the wing and he stood there and you know those Adidas Predator boots that had the elastic underneath the thing so he's very upright Kumi as he plays and he's just, his left foot's fixed and he sort of controls the ball and his right foot goes into the elastic on his left foot and his two feet together, and as he's gone to go forward, his feet didn't move. Like so he literally his shoe tied his shoe, and he just <laughs> fell forward, literally into the ground. It was against Newcastle, and we were absolutely gone. It was hilarious. And then, then we did the, like the video the other next week, straight away, like before the before the, the video on the opposition, and Kumi comes up. But I bet you know that's the sort of stuff you. It's brilliant, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You're playing with a, a smile on your face, having a laugh and enjoying it, but. Try to do your job as well. This. Yeah, you've got to enjoy it, haven't you? Luckily. Do you know what a lot of people don't realise that you play that you actually have to pay for your booking? Yeah, it's, do you know it's, people it's who are not quid, in the professional yeah. game. Yeah. So people who play on a Sunday, they pay their eight quid or whatever. It's the same eight quid for the Premier League players, and I think some people find that hard to believe that it's the same, and they actually will pay it. So what's a what's a red? It'll be whatever, whatever it might be, forty quid or whatever that is. The registration. Is it not more than that? For, I thought it was like seventy quid for you. No, I mean, no, it used to be about eight, eight quid. quid. If, there's, if there's a connoisseur at the table, I just, <laughs> set, <laughs> it I just set a direct debit up. So <laughs> 160 on eight quid. Call it a five in a week. <laughs> Said, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Loyalty card. Oh, Warnock started giving you a bit more of a free roll, push and you scored some goals at Sheffield United. Didn't Thanks very much. I give you the tenner for it in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird. Twenty-two. I got. Yeah. Yeah, which was was great. Actually, you know, you, you realise what it was like to score. So I was just used to... Were you, you disappointed then when you went to uh, Tottenham? You couldn't, tell, you couldn't tell that Brownie all about it. What did it feel like? <laughs> were you disappointed then when you went to Tottenham and it, you went back to playing that more defensive role? I was, because I did enjoy going forward. But I realised that next level... Yeah. So when you go to the Prem and you're in a team that are not going so well you're not going to have that freedom as much ball. So top of the championship, you're winning games, creating, have a lot more of the ball. So there's an area for you to go and do that and be attacking. But when you go to a club, yes, Tottenham, I should have been allowed to do it more, mm. but we were in a transition period where I went into a team that was struggling. You then say you'd go to a Fulham who were bottom half. Wigan, again, we were all the workman-like type group. Yeah. So you are doing a different style, even into Portsmouth struggling. So in the Premier League, it's just so unforgiving. Mm. You know, if you play for a, a better team, you would have been allowed to do it more more often. But my ability didn't allow me to do that. We had a tweet the other day from one of your old boot boys. I'll just get it up. Oh no, go on. You used to call him Charisma, Charisma. Chris Chris Glavery. Bloody hell! You used to, you used to give him twenty quid a goal. See. Generous guy, yeah. <laughs> He's you like, didn't think you were going to get 22. Hey, uh, fucking play him up for any agree to it. It, it. it wasn't the hours at Sheffield United. So. <laughs> I'll tell you what I did, why I scored. I had a 50 quid bet with Dean Windass. You're not allowed to bet, by the way, are you? But 50 quid a goal. So every time I used to go up to Dino and rub my hands like this because he'd scored. So I had 50 quid off him every time. And he got every time he scored, I... So it was like a little thing, and I think he scored about six. So I, <laughs> I did that with my boot boy at Blackburn. And that's a oh, character. <laughs> <laughs> big issue. Seen him under bridge. Seen him under bridge on way in. Yeah, you could have given him fucking ten grand a goal, the poor fucker wouldn't have got a penny. 
were there some big characters in that Tottenham team? Were it? There must have been some good lads. Yeah, there was some good, good, good lads, and I think, I think what it was, if you see now, Tottenham is very shrewd. Daniel Levy, yeah. every window would come, and be like playing and playing. Go on then, Daniel, you're going to sign this window midfielder, Edgar Davids. Brilliant, that's great. That's when you're not <laughs> playing for a while. Michael Carrick, brilliant, Jenis. Every window come in, he'd sign another one, and I'm scrambling to try and keep in the team. But I mean, that's where the club. I mean, it's a brilliant club. Brilliant. David was a bit of a dick, wasn't he? Edgar was very headstrong. Do you know? Um, you seen? That <laughs> Is that a polite early. way of saying? Yeah, he's a wanker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? He was nice for me. Great. Every time I've seen him since, dead, dead nice. You know, always happy to talk. So for me, he was, he was yeah. fine. But the day. He'd be very like wanted, you know. He'd tell you where, where, how it was going to happen, where it would go, training methods. He'd do his thing again, like we discussed earlier. And I remember someone touching his glasses. Oh fucking hell! And put them on. Oh wow! Well, fucking hell! <laughs> There's no joke with that. <laughs> that is no joke. Like, you think it's fucking funny, yeah? Like that. It's funny that I can't see. Proper lost it. Lost his head. He's like like completely lost it. Madness. Just by touching. So it's an insult rather than just an insult rather than oh, just wearing Edgar's glasses. You know, just a bit of a joke. But he actually said, "How are you making fun of me that I have to wear them because of his sight type thing?" But that's again culture-wise and banter. Touchy, that Edgar. It's a bit touchy. Imagine you'd have been doing all sorts of money scheming up and everybody over his over his cockwork. It's an old. Hey, you wouldn't have been best pleased with that. Hanging on his packet, you just put a bit of marmite in him, wouldn't you? you know, so put some on. You no, so that, that, that was a good day, though. So we we're, were training, and uh, our team are winning, and you've got Edgar and Robbie Keane on the other team. We're giving them a bit of a licking, thinking Robbie's not happy. Edgar loses the ball, mm-hmm. fucking hell, Edgar. Keane all loses the ball, doesn't run. Fucking hell, Robbie, why are you in foot? Thinking. Oh, this is starting to get right <laughs> You can see it brewing, can't you? You see it bubbling, and you're all playing, aren't you? Bopping it around, and you're thinking, yeah, we're going good here. Wait, 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 it makes it One of them gives it away again. Fucking you, get going. Fucking dig it next again. Oh, it could go, yeah. Any time, <laughs> any minute now. Next one. Go walk over to each other. And Edgar just sort of went, put his hand like that. So Robbie thought he was thought straight in, proper scrap. Gold it was literally both of them at it training ground. It's a bit hard. Well, was it a good, you can't get a man with glasses. Is he not a black belt? Is he not a black belt in karate or something? Did I read? They had a good. They had a good was go. It? To be fair, Robbie likes to go. They had a good go, and then he, he, he stormed off. And I thought we might not see him again. Do you know? Because he's yeah. so like headstrong. Off the pitch he went, and then straight home in his car. The papers got it straight away. Got leaked within minutes. You know, straight out. And then it took a while to patch that one up, but it was uh, that was one of the did it get one, get split up like oh yeah they managed to sort it over time yeah it got split. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety six percent replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
was a good go for a while. Yeah. Both wanted to go. You get, you get to that one. Just let him have a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Right. If I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, you do know, people are straight in, right? But if I'm truly honest, there was a book. There was a book going round. There was a few just went. One step back just for a little look <laughs> and then in, yeah. then in. They all went, it's going to Is this a good one? Yeah. They're proper <laughs> at it. No, do you know, like, we, it used to happen a lot, didn't it, on the train ground? Everyone was so, you know, so fiery that they wanted yeah. to get, and I think it happened less and less now. You must have been involved in a few, just with the way you train and you play. Have you ever had a proper. You used to kick fork in training as well? I did some days, it went, like, we. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, there was um, at Wigan. Eric Black was a coach, really good coach under Brucey. I really liked Eric. You know, his sessions were really, really good, and he wanted them at high tempo. But he just—it was one of those. You knew when you were training, you better be ready because mm. it was just that group we had were all the same type. You know, they'd all have a go, and literally, like when Mishana, you know, he'd really always go, and we had Katamo signed, and with Titus and. So the lads, all the lads were proper, you know, we'd have a go. And every day was like that, literally blood and thunder. And you didn't lose. And then literally you'd fly and you'd come off with like lumps on your shins. And it yeah. was just hardcore. But mm. we had a good, good team. I think you want that in training though. It makes it more enjoyable for a start. If every if everybody's yeah. at it, rather than one or two who, you know, like... I had a one with Jamie O'Hara right. at Portsmouth. So Jamie didn't like you touching him or getting caught. So do you know as you're pressing, and I, I literally just caught him in my arm, Joe you know, crosses, you're just too late, it's gone, and then you push off and go to the next one. He's going, oh, you fucking elbowing me like type thing. It's like, Jamie, you're actually joking. If I'd elbow you, I'd have elbowed you. Yeah. So I know how to do it, I'd have elbowed you. <laughs> I know how to do it. There's another one, and he's Did like, you get on before? A, yeah, we were fine, yeah. he's having a row, but he's, he's quite a heated guy, do you know? We've obviously seen each other now, it's not just what, it, what happens, and then, Again, I knew he was gonna come, so he'd gone again. Oh, yeah, fuck off, did it type thing. So he, he, the ball came and he pushed it out of his feet, and I knew it was coming to me. And I thought he's gonna come and do me, yeah. So I just waited, waited, and knew just exactly, exactly <laughs> what I was gonna do. Flew and waited, and then I just left one on him, do you know. And then they were up and we were going at each other, yeah. But literally. We didn't speak for quite a while. Was it right this matter? Didn't speak. Went in, I think it went actually in. It went in the press, I think. So you went Fulham after Tottenham. Yeah. Was that Coleman? Chris, yeah. Chris rang us and just said, um, "Do you know? Would you fancy it?" And again, another window had just gone by and signed everyone at Tottenham, thinking, "Well, yeah. the time's limited here. I'm on the bench a little bit." But I got on great with Martin. Yo, what a good guy. I yeah. liked him. And I liked him a lot. Didn't though, did they? Yeah, the, the seniors didn't like him. Well, Did he have that Dutch because, kind of directness? Yeah, you know, like Davids? Very much so. And Headstrong. A few of them didn't like it. Right. Because he'd say, and his word of choice is, he might swear a bit as he's speaking to you, but he's just a passionate guy. You know, like, mm. I could take it. Some didn't like it, and they, I think a few got him out in the end. Right. A few of the seniors. Because yeah. they done well, didn't they? They got yeah, fourth. Yeah, did well. I, I liked him. I mean, he was only brought in as a, like a default, really, because Jack Santini was manager. Yeah. Was he the, the French, French manager? manager yeah. yeah. So you're thinking, wow, you got the French manager. Where, yeah. Like me signing for Tottenham, thinking, fuck, like six months later, he comes in and you're thinking, wow, that's a that's another step up a notch here. We're going to see what he's all about. He came in, he didn't get his staff he wanted. He got given Martin Yol, actually, as a coach. He, Fergie was going to take Martin Yol. So he got given him, and you could see he didn't really like him. Mm. He wasn't really having him. But Jackson T, he wanted to try and speak English to learn it. But mate, the guy, we did 30 days in a row. 
pre-season, 31 days or something, no day off. And every time he spoke to you, so imagine you're doing the team, so you've got a meeting, it's 12 o'clock, you've had your lunch, ready to get on the bus, of quarter one. And he'd go, so he'd turn the team over, in goal. This is no joke. Today will be Paul Robinson. <laughs> At right back. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we didn't win. Did you see the team as well? You can see it. We can see it. Fucking <laughs> any chance? It's not not practicing your English. Fucking <laughs> bored out my brain. Is it? Honestly, God, it was painful. He's the best one. And substitute. <laughs> Please don't read them out as well. <laughs> so we did half an hour. We just got the team. Literally, no, but it was just hard work. And he, he, he just didn't want to be there at the end, didn't want to socialise with anybody. And this is like a guy everyone's looking up to, thinking, yeah. come on. He's very defensive, didn't know, very safe on how he structured the team and how he wanted to be set up. Ultimately, Jack the Jack left quite quick and Martin got the job. But it was it was good good approach. I, I was great with him. And that was the reason he, wouldn't, he wasn't going to let me go. So Daniel wanted to take the money off Fulham. I wanted to go and Martin said, no, sorry, you're not going, I'm not sanctioning it. So I had to go and see him and say, Martin, seriously, mate, <laughs> I've got a better deal. I'm going to play football every week. I've done all right for you. I love, love playing for you, but I can see I'm on the bench for you now and do yeah, the odd yeah, game yeah. here and there. And he's signing, Daniel's signing everyone, every window. And I've got a bigger you know, appearance and I want to just play football. I want to play football. And he said, go on. And he said, he said, he said go on. Yeah, you, you go. Yeah, because I, I got on well with him. And then you go into yeah. to Fulham and Chris Coleman, brilliant. Yeah. Every player liked him, even the players who weren't picked. I've never seen that ever before. <laughs> no, I think that's the sign of a good manager. Honestly, even once. the lads, yeah. were, the lads were in the Alamo, they weren't even nowhere near it. And he's like, yeah, go on. I like it. Chris is a good guy. Chris, can I have this day off? Can I have that? Yeah, of course, no worries. Or do this, do that, swap for Monday. And I got on great with him and then, then I'd become his captain and literally he'd come to you and say, right, we're planning on this. How do you use it fit in with the lads? That's our plan. Is there anything you want to counter on that next, you know, the next month's schedule or type of stuff? What's a day's off and that, you mean? Like? Yeah, day's off or how we train. So you had a real influence then and, he, and he'd actually listen to you. He, he, he wouldn't just say, all right, you do what you want then. He'd actually say, no, I don't, I'm not having that. But I like that. That's a good shout. Yeah, you know. And he worked with the players and the seniors, and he sort of what did you know? And you were you know, like training methods. Or what did you think of that? And I just think he was really good. with a top top guy. Really good good environment. And then we got Bullard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> OCD. Yeah. He's... Wow. He had to keep laughing and talk to him. I had room with him, and the second I put my headphones on. He'd start doing things you can't imagine. So I'd, he'd, he'd put a spoon in his ass. <laughs> not say, spoon end, not spoon And he'd end, say, surely. if you don't talk to me in a minute, I'm going to put the spoon on you. <laughs> he couldn't, like, have sit in silence. He's just bizarre. Like, really funny, though. We had, we had a great time. Put so, a spoon in your Like, ass. literally anything, just to make you do. And I just remember laying there, and he got this spoon from his yogurt, and he puts it in his ass, and starts actually trying to wipe it on me. <laughs> To actually talk to him, the level he went to, Jimmy. But literally, you know, funny, funny, mm. funny, funny guy. Um, really funny. I mean, Chris was, Chris loved the laugh of the lads and brilliant. We remember we talked about pre-seasons and stuff like that. We're in Germany. I'm like, 
Zack Knight got on really well with, with Chris as well. Oh, ring the gaffer, Zack, because he likes you. Go on, see if we can, see if we can uh, have a few beers this afternoon on, on the pre-season trip. Gaffer, we all right to go for a quick walk and have a couple. Right, all right, you can have a couple this afternoon, but five o'clock, the directors are coming out and stuff like that. Five o'clock, make sure you knock it on the head. Five to five, the pints are there. Bring cookies, if we can get till six. Gaffer, <laughs> <laughs> Gaffer, can we have to... Right, six o'clock, six o'clock. Don't take the piss anymore. So we got to seven o'clock, he turns up. We're cooking Kino. Steve Keane and he comes and has a pint with us and we're all sat like a table like this all having a bit of a crack and drinking and just having a really really good afternoon good laugh good afternoon brilliant Mark Crosby was there Jimmy, Zach and Keno and Cookie etc which is Chris Coleman obviously and Jimmy then starts to he's drunk by this time now <laughs> so he starts to get stupid literally you name it he's doing it imagine all the stuff and all that like Paint on his head, just literally pouring it, wets himself completely as well. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, Chris knew it's time to go. So literally, steps up, lads, not too long, I'm off. He took himself away from the, the situation. The madness. And he knew that he has to leave. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He, he sort of didn't stop her, but he just said, I'm not to do with this now. Walked yeah. himself away from yeah. it. And he had that feeling. And Steve Keane... Steve Keane sat there, he's fiery Scotchman actually, so Jimmy gets his flip-flops, there's like a, a stream in front of us at the thing, so Jimmy Jimmy gets his fucking flip-flop, throws it in the in the water. <laughs> so this is assistant manager. <laughs> Jimmy, go and get me flip-flops. Fuck off, I ain't getting them. Jimmy, go and get me flip-flops now. Listen, you fat. I'm not getting your flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about to go over these two, and it's just literally end in tears but the next day yeah, literally it, it, it kicked off a little bit, <laughs> bit of a the, next, the next the next day it, actually Norman the Mark Crosley and Jimmy fell out actually that afternoon but talking about games and goalies and etc and you've not played in this game and you've not played in that game <laughs> so it got funny actually the banter was really good I can't say too much but he literally Norm was telling him how, how good games he'd played and then Jimmy hadn't played in so many so he was, he was funny Jimmy having a bite Right, Jimmy was, he was, yeah, Jimmy was biting like mad he couldn't help himself <laughs> so literally you know good and then the next morning you get off the training and it's like morning lads all gone like Keno Jimmy oh good laugh yesterday and it was just it was a good, good feel of a place I mean literally we went golfing and we, we signed a lot on we signed a thousand pound bill on the cookies so with the golf we got golf gear all the golf stuff <laughs> everything else like that so when Keno uh, when Cookie goes to check out we put all the bill me and Jimmy Put about it's probably about fifteen hundred quid in fact all on. So whenever I see him now, he always says he still owes that. <laughs> <laughs> did, did they, obviously, as He's a manager, brilliant. you knew what Jimmy were, were like. Did he ever take it too far? When oh, the manager had to say, "Look, Jimmy, Jimmy, you got to stop now." But yeah. Chris was brilliant. Do you know, like, no one messed with him. Do you know, like, he'd have the laugh with you. But once he raised the tone, he's a big old guy. Yeah, he's meant to be able to handle himself. And honestly, he? he could. And he, so he gained he that respect as well as having a. Having yeah, a laugh. no, no one. Had, that was the thing. The second he stood up, and he, he just knew when it was business, and nobody, you know, every just went, went, even Jimmy, you know, you just knew when Chris loved the laugh, and then he just go, he, he didn't even have to say it, he just, he had that aura about him, you know, that he just knew when it's business yeah. time, and he was brilliant. It was a shame, it, it was a shame, I think we had a good thing going on at Fulham, and just at the back end, they were, the board were actually pushing to get Steve Keane out. 
and he backed Steve Keen. I'm not getting rid of him. I'm keeping Steve Keen, and that ultimately lost him his job. <laughs> we played Man United away, and Chris Coleman says to me, "If you score today, I'll give you a Rolex." <laughs> I was I couldn't even get near the goal. I was crying. <laughs> I was man new. He was just laughing at the end. We got battered. <laughs> not enough. Desperate. Yeah. What happened? Did you, did you snap Giggsy or something? Yeah, it was probably that game. I'd had injections in my foot. I had these bad blisters. I've got soft feet, right? Sounds soft, doesn't it? Oh. But literally, <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I had injection in me, in me, in back of my heel because it was so bad, just to numb it so I could play. So we're losing like three 0 I'm limping through this thing, and I knew I hadn't got long left. I was struggling. So once the game had gone. Now, I remember Ryan tried to meg me from literally, I ain't joking, 10 yards. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we were cruising. And I was like, I was dying on the pitch, he was struggling. And he tried to meg me from that long, and I thought, that's take, take the piss a little bit, do you know. And the ball, if you've seen the clear, the ball ricochets back behind me towards the byline. So I'm running back, and I was just going to clip it up the line. But Giggs is that fast, he's ran from the other side, he's checked, and I can see he's going to slide in underneath me, you know, to win it. So I just waited for him to slide. <laughs> and then I did the bad tackle, yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have done it, stupid. Was that a yellow or a red? Uh, it was four reds all in one. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best one, I got a yellow. Really? A Christmas present, that was. <laughs> yellow was card, that they bad? couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything then. You couldn't actually get oh, done. You couldn't go back Referee had seen it, give me a yellow card. There was uproar. Was Everyone it? was going mad. It was a shock. Was it a stamp? Yeah, I sort of stamped. He was sort of um, maybe I stamped on And I shouldn't have done it. You, you get a second again to decide. What do you do? And obviously decided the wrong thing. It shouldn't have done it. Have you ever felt the need to apologise to anybody afterwards after a, a challenge? Do you know what? I think I, I, I have rang and apologised to somebody and actually threw it in my face. Yeah. So there was one player particularly I rang because I hurt the lad and I didn't mean to hurt yeah. him. I rang and I said, I'm so sorry you've hurt yourself. I, I didn't mean to. You've hurt to yourself. Do that. <laughs> and, and actually, um, I rang him and then he went to the press and said, oh, well, he would apologise. He did mean to do it. I was, well, what, was, what was the point of me ringing him? Butterfield. You know? Butterfield, yeah. yeah. That, uh, Jacob Butterfield. Butterfield. At, right so, back at Palace? Nah, centre mid. Centre mid. He's still Aren't playing you now. from Barnsley? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. the kids who was at Derby? Yeah. It was against yeah. Barnsley. Didn't oh, he come off and then Ricardo Vaz T came on and scored an hat trick? Maybe something like that, yeah. um, but to be honest, that was the point. The, the, the lad was due, Butterfield was due a move maybe to Everton, right? You know, a big money move. And he said, like, he obviously needed a bit of publicity, and he, he put it out there that I, I meant to do it. The lad, so he's a bit clumsy with that. Was it a bad injury? Uh, his knee, yeah, mm. his knee. He's come back, he's a good, 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 tidy footballer. Probably not gone on as well as what he would, would have hoped to do, but. But from your point of view, it was just a, just a normal no, tackle. I give him yeah. a normal attention, like yeah. I would give yeah. anybody. I didn't want the kid to hurt his knee. No, never, I mean, no. never. Like I said at the start, I've never wanted him to hurt his knee. Yes, I might want him to give him a dead leg. Yeah. Do you know a little good tackle and? Yeah, where you take the ball. You know, push. like the gigs one. You know, I might have thought, right, you're having a little live now. I honestly didn't want somebody to break the leg no. or hurt the knee. I wanted someone to yeah. to get one where they. You know, the dead leg and double off. off. You know, yeah. that, and that's the that's the truth for City. I can say that, and that's that's what I went to do. So, so Butterfield didn't take your call then. I, yeah, I spoke to him. I spoke to him. and Said sorry about that. All right, mate. You know, thanks for ringing. Cheers. Well, then next thing I read in the press, he gave me. Went to Barnes and Chronicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so I rang him generally, you know, generally to actually say, listen, I'm really sorry about that. You know, hope it's not too bad because you didn't know what it was type thing. And uh, you know, he threw it in your face. So I, yeah, so when you say, do you apologise? Yeah. Sometimes you do, but I think as well is this perception is with me when I was on the pitch, someone wouldn't actually then speak to you afterwards. Yeah. But actually, if they just spoke to you after the game and say, hey, mate, how are you? All right. Yeah. Do you know that? And then realise it's not personal. Yeah. I'm not going out. Yes, there was a few that you you'd fell out with over the time, and you'd give a you know you'd try and get stuck into them a bit more. That's in human nature with everybody. But generally, there was only a couple of them in my career. But the rest, I'd actually, you know, some people who I actually had never thought about wouldn't wouldn't talk to you because you've yeah. kicked them and been awful on the pitch. Well, actually, years later, you meet them, you actually end up on a different scenario. And you'd have a few beers with him, so oh, and you get to see a different person. That's where the, the players' lounge, person. the old players' lounge bars, that's all changed it now. And you you go away now, you you go in, you and you straight on the bus, aren't you? Yeah. Whereas when it's you used to go, touch, it? Yeah. when you used to go and have a drink in players' lounge, you used to interact with people and and you'd know someone who would be stood with somebody you know, so you you end up talking to people like that, but mm-hmm. obviously that doesn't happen now. I Who's think that's right a good you? point. Now I think you know you watch the managers should always they, they generally always go into their offices, don't they? The staff and the manager will go and have that little debrief after, have a yeah. glass of wine or whatever it be. I know it's not to have alcohol now, but actually the players going into the the, the, the dressing rooms, you know, they, oh, sorry, into their lounges, etc. They, sh- they should actually maybe do that for um, for after games. I mm. think it'd be a, a good thing, but it just doesn't happen. I can't Everyone's say it just on the bus. It happens. It happens now for us. To be Does fair, because we like when we play away, we always. <laughs> I've mean, played a few games. I've <laughs> I'll fucking Wikipedia. I shall like break. Uh, yeah, we go. We go out like the the home team put food on now for us. So we'll go into the bar area and, and they'll be having food and we'll have food. So you have a bit of crap with them after and, yeah. and whatever, but. None of other players have seen any at Buffy yet this season. <laughs> He's straight in. Most of the teams now are dominoes on the bus. The high-end yeah. ones have got the chef on the bus already. They're straight in, having the food and done and off, and whether it's a flight back, mostly on the top-enders. Mm. I, I got to the point where I fucking dominoed her, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it does get... It, mate, it, it, like, you think, oh, it's a pizza, but it does get fuck, It does get a ball ache, like, believe it or not, eating pizza, like... <laughs> when you've got a long trip as well, yeah. you end up having five pieces in your yeah. Saturday. <laughs> okay, uh, Especially if you've got if you're away Saturday and Tuesday, you've got dominoes after them both. You're like, <laughs> fucking hell, any chance it's just the same a, dip as well, isn't it? You always <laughs> get that. Any chance, oh, oh, any chance of just getting a fucking Chinese on us? <laughs> or <a> fucking <laughs> fish and chips? The fish and chips have gone, they've yeah. sailed, haven't they? It used to be fish yeah. and chips. Yeah. I did enjoy them, mate. Yeah. Can you eat after games? Uh, I yeah. always could. Some people like yeah, can't touch I could it. I always see after game. When I was sub, if if I wasn't playing, <laughs> oh, that was it. <laughs> you, you, I teed him up for it as well. <laughs> when you when you know what? So yeah. <laughs> It is the worst when you're so because you've not worked out, then you'll get on the buses load of dominoes. Yeah. It's just a vicious circle yeah. when you're on the bench. We've got to ask Leeds United, yeah. FA Cup, Arsenal, Martin Keown took a, a oh, ball to the mate. end. I've not seen it, mate, till yesterday. I've not seen it. What a what a shot. I've got to say, right, it, it was it was one of the funniest things I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. It's literally, do you know when you're crying? I mean, I, was, I couldn't stop. I was gone. Literally, we're on the pitch, and my stomach, and we were like me and Alex Bruce. Literally, so we've we've spotted Savage and Keon doing the thing, and you can see when they go live. Yeah. So 
said, we, we all, we've always done it and had a bit of a joke. Like Peter Beagree used to be on the sides and I'd clip the loads in because I know Beag, so I'd always have it. So whenever anyone was there, I'd often I'd like clip a few of a bit of a laughing yeah. joke. No, um, so whenever Beagues was there, I'd always do it. And that's how it started. So we'd, we'd have a bit of fun with it, especially I was on the bench at Leeds and it was at Arsenal, like you say. And we thought, right, we'll have a bit of a ping around, have a bit of a mess about. So I've seen him, I've pinged this ball. Who are you aiming for? Sav. It's Sav, really, the first one. I was going, I'll get <laughs> Sav. Um, and they're gone live, so I thought it'd be funny. And he'll turn around and have a bit with you, Sav. Do you know yeah. I thought? He'd, 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 he'd have a go, wouldn't he? Yeah. So I've pinged this ball miles away. I said, come on, Bruce, let's get a bit closer. <laughs> so I ran closer. It was like edge of the 18-yard box type thing. And he's like, come on, are you ready? So I've pinged it. I went, oh, no, that looks good. <laughs> it's like a golf shot. And I don't hit many good golf shots. So when I do, you know, it just goes off, doesn't it? That's sweet, that. <laughs> so it's travelling. And all of a sudden, I know it's good that I start running the other way Opposite as I'm direction. looking because I'm thinking just my instant reaction was that's trouble <laughs> you know something's wrong but the girls in shot whoever the presenter was as well I'm thinking oh no you know what oh, it's, doing, yeah. it's going and like you're thinking you're thinking don't it are and it's just <laughs> zinged it as well literally zinged it so I'm sort of running and you just see it boom beyond head <laughs> side on wasn't it side on that's a man who doesn't need a slap as well. And, yeah. and Bruce going, oh, oh my God, like, oh my God, he's hitting. <laughs> like that. So we're running away and we're crying on the pitch like this, like literally dying. Did you like, see it hit? Oh, Did you see, see it hit? And I just knew. So literally like that. And we walk around and it was an ESPN game. If it would have been Sky, because ESPN, not everyone sort of had it and it was a night game, the coverage wasn't amazing because not you know, Sky yeah. now if that happened today it would just be everyone's phone wouldn't it instantly yeah. so literally running off and someone goes oh Keon's looking for you he's chewing yeah, you could tell they were raging chewing tell. right I'm thinking oh he's going to turn up here like so we warmed up done the whatever whatever got on we'd lost the game Thierry score I think and we're getting changed and then everyone's like oh did you see it did you see it so we get to the fo- we get to the bus and I turned my phone on, and it was mate, it was just red hot. My phone, literally, <laughs> everyone was like, "What have you done?" And the lads found it. It was on. He had a million hits. Had a million hits when we'd got on the bus, online, and the lads were just crying. And we watched it back, but we hadn't seen the other side of it. Yeah. Well, the so we all, so we all got on the bus to watch it. Well, everyone was round. <laughs> we just kept watching it, but it's sitting with his proper like, mm. and then he's come out in the mail the next day and said something like, first shot he's had on target so he knew it was you on the film it says because he gives the thumbs up on the film it says somebody said it somebody said it with Michael somebody said it with Michael Brown and uh, that's the first shot he's had on target or something all season yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he was I reckon it, his column the next day he had a go as well so when he gave the thumbs up was that just for the camera well it was sort of he, he just made the he eye contact know, he didn't know what else did. no one knew where it had come from yeah. I reckon and he got, yeah. got round because we were like over there crack, like falling on the floor Literally thinking, <laughs> oh my god, what have we done? I reckon if it had got you at that point, I reckon it'd have fucking pinned you up. 
Oh, the yeah, look on his face, yeah. I think. I think. I even, reckon any time that day he would have. Yeah. <laughs> even the cameras, even the cameras on him. I think it'd have, it'd have fucking. The thing is, he's blamed the girl for not warning him that it was coming, <laughs> and she had her back to the to the ball. Yeah. He must he must have just been that disorientated. Well, I hadn't seen him, and then we were working for BBC, and then literally walked past him at, at a match or something. Just a hi, right, and then. I was like, I was live with Kelly Cates on round the ground, and he's oh we got Martin. I'm thinking oh no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah yeah, good comment. I'm not even stepping in. He's not said out. I'm thinking oh no, he was itching to say I'm gonna get you. I'm, like, I'm just timing right. I'm gonna clean you out because it's literally oh it's a classic. No one's seen it. You he, got ne- he never said anything. He still never said out to this day, no, to me personally. And you've not said anything. So I've seen him, no. I mean, you could have. But I just know we get like one. But what did he say? I don't even want to bring it up. He wants to bring it up and say, I've not forgotten or something. I'll say, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine. But I can't, I can't bring it up. But literally, we were thinking, imagine if it a bit savand him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what? <laughs> we got greedy. Yeah. Disappointed, yeah. So we, I wanted the ricochet. But then, then we thought, Imagine if it hit the girl, the oh, presenter, yeah. full on the dish. Yeah, then you'd have been... Trouble, wouldn't it? Yeah. So we actually got quite lucky that it hit Martin. So like now, when I'm when I'm doing some games and I'm pitch side, I'm thinking someone is going to get me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm probably like this with a... Do you know, as soon as the ball's around... Just put a fucking cash uh, on. Honestly, I need to do something. So, <laughs> so you're worried when you're doing it on the other side now as you're thinking someone's going to clip and get me back and everyone will be buzzing and calmer, won't it? If I get one on the head now. <laughs> Someone wrote in the other day, did you once wear a Hartlepool top under your City jersey when you played Darlow? Nah. Yeah? Someone just tweeted nah. the other day. Nah. No, I didn't do that. I ended, to be fair, I went on loan to Hartlepool and we played Maybe against Darlington. I was from Hartlepool. So I bore boy there. My dad runs the pub still on the corner. So we've always been to Hartlepool. You know, my dad obviously goes to as many games as he can. He still runs it. And literally, I had a chance to go back from Man City. I'd done all right at City. And then it was a chance to go back and play some games. And my dad was like, they're like second bottom of League Two, Joe. It could harm mm. you, you know, harm your career rather than do better. I said, you know, what? I've had it. I want to come back, Dad. You know, bit of time at home a month, and it was the be- it was the most grounding thing I did because you realise how hard it was at different levels of what. Yeah. And you watch all these players. If you watch the World Cup squad, they've all gone out on loan, haven't they? A lot of them. Yeah, all them players have all gone out and seen it, and yeah. it's a lesson really. Go back yourself and go and have some games. You know, if you if you you will come back. Uh, you know, you've got Beckham Preston, and I went there. And we played at Darlington in the Derby, Hartlepool Darlington. It was a relegation battle, and I'm thinking, oh, this is this this is tasty. And I scored a free kick. That's the, is that the local derby? Local yeah. derby, yeah. And I scored a free kick, and I remember seeing like my dad and all the people you've grown up with, and all his mates from the pub, all cheering. Where normally you wouldn't see that so much detail from when you know. And literally, it was one of the best moments. That, even in my football career playing in that game Hartlepool v Darlington yeah. for all the games I've played some great games but that one's one that actually sticks it's out because it says really because you actually save people's jobs yeah. that result there save people's jobs all the players yeah. you were playing with got another contract to go and further their career because it wouldn't have they go down and things change yeah, but especially back then yeah. they've still got a healthy budget now yeah. for, for the conference but it was a, you know, a big big save it was good it was a it's an experience, and I think players need to go out on loan, don't they? Well, right, cheers. No, yeah, thank, thank you. you very Appreciate much. it. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Once again, 
What have we, what have we got? Oh, we've got some live shows coming up. Live shows. We're going to announce this week. Yes. So keep an eye out on that. You can join the mailing list live at underthecosh.co.uk. We've got the flights booked, haven't we? Yes, All we've right. got the flight books for PSV, Feyenoord. Well, we're Feyenoord, PSV. We're in the jollies again, lads, aren't we? Amsterdam, mm. if you fancy that. We know how much it is now, don't we? It's two... So we don't know how much it is. <laughs> 245 euros, is it? No, 215. 215 pounds. 215 pounds, 85 quid for a flight, something like that, if you fancy coming. 2nd of December? Sunday, yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not sharing with him. I'm, Listen, right, like, this time, if you die, you die. Well, it's your, we all thought you didn't, you didn't fucking check us, you know. You know how, you know how hard it is to get us up, <laughs> don't you? If he's not up, are we leaving? That's the, yeah, I'm happy to do that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him. No man left behind. I'll be up there. If you're a shuck, if you're shuckers, I told you to piss on me, didn't I? <laughs> piss on me, mate. I've got to get up. I? So just feel free. I'll give, I'll give you free rain. Piss on us. <laughs> I'm getting up extra early now. <laughs> I'll be waking up at six o'clock in the morning with a fucking golden shower. Look. As always, leave us a review on the iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Have you not got a book coming out? No. It's still out, like. The book's still out if anyone wants to buy it. Coming up to Christmas. How's it going? Get it in. Look at Sales wise. Enough. 12 copies have gone out. They've had to go to reprint, so they'll sell at least 30. So, uh, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I don't know. So, if, you, if anybody needs a door wedge for Christmas, get yourself down to your nearest works. He's given you a bit today, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's had to second second pint, it's still not. Second yeah, I'm not going to bite at me, mate. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> not a chance. There's fucking plenty of bet that you're not going to bite at me. <laughs> right, uh, thank you very much. Yeah, cheers, Brownie. Cheers, mate. Thank, cheers. You. thank you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code GLOW.